Okay, so I know this breaks continuity really bad, Tyler, but why are you having such an insane existential problem now? What are you talking about? Like, if I have, like, all these Rubik's Cubes, right? Like, they all have, like, nine different colors on them, right? Uh, And you put them all, and all these squares, if I put them in, like, in a round circle, they, these squares do make a circle. No, they don't. Yes, they do. What, you want me to make a pentagon instead? I don't These understand. making a circle is like life itself. I if think you're everyone. overthinking things. No, 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 no. You're you're the one that's over. Not thinking things truly enough. You gotta break that glass with a Rubik's cube. I, yeah. Have you ever played with a Rubik's cube before? No. Uh, well, here. Oh yeah, this is fun. Actually, I enjoy my life more after playing with this, Tyler. You see? You see? Uh, now, 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 just imagine one of those, but like 20 million of those. Imagine what you could do. I could only play with one of them, Tyler. What? I could only play with one Rubik's Cube at a time. See, see, you're, you're not breaking through that glass that I just told you about. You need to break through it in order to understand everything. Um, I I I feel like this is kind of hopeless. If only there's something we could do. Hey to... guys, what's up? Oh, hey Sabrina. Hi. What's going on? Hi. Um, Tyler is telling me that if I had twenty million Rubik's cubes, I could see the future or something. What? Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. It sounds like he's having a big existential problem. Yeah. And I think he needs to watch this great movie I found. Oh. What's the movie? Called I Heart Huckabees. Well, hopefully I heart Huckabees by the end of this? That's all. We're back. That's right. Back and better than ever. Yeah. Whoa. With a guest. A uh, guest? Yeah. Hello. This is Sabrina, my beautiful wife. Hi. Uh, yep. Hello. No response. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we we never get a response when we introduce ourselves, so uh, it works out. I see, I see. Yeah, introduce ourselves every week. But do the oh, people yeah. care? Do they care? Oh man, I'm getting that. No, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Correction there. We've only introduced ourselves like twice. Only in the first episode uh-huh. and last episode. You mean the last one we recorded or the last one ever? No, the last one we recorded. Did we? Yeah, yeah, remember where I oh, paused? Oh, we did, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've only introduced ourselves in the first episode and that was it. Yeah. Yeah. Which we do not recommend you listen to. Why? Because it was horrible. Oh, you're talking about the first episode. <laughs> the first episode. Oh, I, th- I, I thought you were talking about the last episode. I was like, what? No, no. <laughs> yeah, do not watch. Our, our new content sucks. Our old content is so much better. 
we just get we just get worst as it uh, progresses. Yep. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, the first time of anything sucks. Yeah. But and you know what sucks as you progress even more? What existential crises? Yep. Yeah. Pondering well, the life's big questions. Possibly. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think we figured that out. I think it's forty-two. It's 42. <laughs> Do you know, okay, this is really stupid. I only know this because of Vsauce, but do you know what the biggest number is? Uh, I, th- I think it's just some random word, isn't it? No, no, like, if you think of it the wrong way, the biggest number is 42. No. Yeah, because there's this guy in some other country that, um turned his field into a giant 42 by, like, only harvesting, like, the crops in a certain area. So if you look at it from the sky, by volume, it is the largest number. I, I, I don't see the math. That's like the whole, like, <laughs> 7 into 28 is 13. <laughs> but you know, you, you know, you know that whole thing, right? No. The whole Abbott and Costello thing. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. 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 So, uh, basically, this I don't is... know what's going on. No, we just do this. It's uh, Basically, <laughs> though, uh, we, we drop stupid stuff on each other like this without telling each other ahead of time. But basically, the entire um, purpose of this episode was um, so that we could make you have an existential crisis... And we're going to be like little reverse shrinks this whole episode. <laughs> we're going to drive you nuts, Tyler. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, I mean, I could, I, I could just tell you the entire plot of One Piece instead. Please, no. please don't. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Next time. Next time. But what, what movie are we actually doing this time? We're doing I Heart Huckabees. Yep. Made in 2004, right? That might be, uh... Maybe. Sure, somewhere around there. Yes. Yep. And it has... I I assume a lot of these actors weren't a big deal when they did this, but it actually has some, like, kind of crazy people in it. Yeah, it's got... Uh, the, The biggest one nowadays... Is Mark Wahlberg. Easily, yeah. Mm-hmm. We've also got Jude Law. He's been in a lot of very Oh, yeah. Jo- Jonah Hill was in this. Oh, yeah. That family scene. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> okay. Um, Wait, yeah. it's better if I can do this, huh? Probably at that time, I feel like Dustin Hoffman was possibly the biggest person... And he's not even a lead in this. Yeah. I mean, he is, but he's not. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I think Lily Tomlin was quite big, because she had started other stuff before this one. Yeah. So, like, the... The the weird shrink people were big, and everyone else was probably just kind of starting their careers. Yeah, even the lead, like, what has he did before this? Anything? I'm not sure. 
much, honestly. I just scrolled down through his his through through his thing and nothing. Yeah, I actually I can't really think of like I I recognize him, but like I can't think of what else he was in. Um, I know we watched when we watched um, Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Um, he's in that. And I only know that because, like, Sabrina pointed out, she was like, oh, it's that person from I Heart Huckabees. <laughs> oh, he's in all the, like, the, the Wes Anderson films. Oh. I probably haven't seen almost any of that or any of that. You haven't seen any of the Wes Anderson movies? Like, I I don't know what he made, but I'm guessing not, because well, I don't like, know what uh, that was right off. Fantastic Mr. Fox, uh, Grand Budapest Hotel. Nope. Oh, yeah, we have that. Um, Isle of Dogs. Nope. I want to watch some of those. Like, uh, I think that, like, Fantastic Mr. Fox is, like, actually in my list on Disney Plus, but I haven't seen it. Well, we'll do that. That's, that's uh, we can have it be our Thanksgiving movie. <laughs> okay. Does it make sense to be a Thanksgiving movie? Maybe. I think it is a Thanksgiving movie. <laughs> oh, I don't think I need that. <laughs> Uh, is it? <laughs> yeah, it's 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 raining on farms. Yeah, call it a day. What you don't want to watch Chicken Run or something? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't they announce like a season two to that? Yeah, there's gonna be a Chicken Run too. I think like next year or the year after. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, twenty twenty three film. <laughs> okay. And Zachary Levi is going to be in it? I don't know who that is. Uh, Shazam. I've not seen that. I haven't seen that yet. Is, is it is it the guy who plays Shazam, though? Like the... Yeah, okay. the, 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 the adult. Okay. Okay. Uh, apparently he was also in the Thor movies and the Tangled movies. Huh. Huh. Who was he in Tangled? Oh, he's listening. <laughs> Oh, Flynn Rider? Yeah. Okay. Maybe I shouldn't have started with the actors, because it always devolves into this. Flynn Rider? Like, Flynn Rider is the most relatable, like, Disney male, though. Like, even Adam likes him. Yeah. Because he's just like, why is everyone singing? What is going on? <laughs> why isn't everyone singing? <laughs> Honestly, he's kind of like having like a the Disney version of an existential crisis, right? Because like in a Disney movie, if everyone's always just like singing and having the best day of their life, and just being a normal person who thinks it's weird is like rock bottom to them, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like comparatively speaking, what's that one Disney movie where it's like everything's live action? Uh, Enchanted. That- yeah, isn't yeah. that like... Well, oh yeah, she has a big existential crisis because everything is not cheery and singing. <laughs> Adam really loves opposite. that movie, too. Yeah, actually, I thought it was just gonna be like a mediocre whatever movie, but it's pretty good. You know what called my existential crises? My dog. Yeah, our, our dog is also part of the recording now because she decided to come down here. <laughs> Doesn't she usually? She usually doesn't, because usually, like, it's not both of us down here, probably. 
She comes that she she comes and bothers us when you're here because you're here and she wants to see if it's like worth it to bite you or not. She knows too much. <laughs> oh, actually, actually, um, we didn't mention it because I got distracted by us doing the intro. Stop making so much noise. Um, um, uh, Tyler might sound like really strange because we don't have like a headphone splitter or anything, so we can't use headphones. And because we can't use headphones, we're recording everything on one microphone. So, like, you're getting um, Tyler through our speaker to our microphone when he talks. Yep. Yep. That's me. Yep. It was all part of my devious plan to make him sound slightly worse than me. Look better in front of your wife. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great master plan right there. Yeah. So, so I find Huckabees. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think, I think, ex- do you ever explain the plot or a synopsis? Sometimes we get into it, Some sometimes we don't. It's probably worth it to get into this, because I feel like a lot of people have not seen this. Or know it. Yeah. I was so confused the first time I watched this with you guys. <laughs> I feel like that's something you say with a lot of the movies I tell you to watch. You're like, I'm so confused. <laughs> oh, I mean, like, the Babadooka, I wasn't confused, really. <laughs> You know, that was actually more, like, you were just, like, um... Like, you even gave you were me like, a drink. You were, like, movie. shocked more by the Babadook, because I kept looking over, and you just had your look on your, this look on your face, like, what the fuck? Because it kept, like, doing something worse than you expected. Come on. Come on. Well, well, this one, I was just like, what is this? <laughs> yeah. So, do you want to do, like, a, like... Overview of what it is, Sabrina. Me? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, let me see here. Well, it, it opens with one of the best um, speeches I've ever heard and described most of my college life. Yep. Yep. So you just have to watch it to figure that one out. But uh, you've got like a, a, a guy, um, probably one in his 20s, 30s, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Uh, uh, called Albert, and he um, he's part of the Open Spaces, Open Spaces Coalition environmental group that's trying to save the swamp. Yeah. Or the marsh. I'm sorry. Excuse me. It's not a swamp. It's a marsh. Um, and. And he pairs up with Brad, who works for the I Heart Huckabees Corporation, um, to host like an event, a fundraiser to save the marsh. But then Brad takes over and essentially kicks Albert out. Yep. While Albert is in the middle of having an existential crisis because he's seen the same stranger three times. So he contacts some existential detectives. Um, who follow him around, and then um, they have um in in their little program, the detectives program, they have others, kind of like uh, is that like a buddies or sponsors or something? Yeah, I'd say it's probably like a sponsor program. Yeah, so then um he meets Tommy, a firefighter who is going through an existential crisis of his own because uh. Petroleum is destroying the world. Yep. And um, 
then you throw into the mix, so, like, Bernard and Vivian are very, I don't know, conceptual and don't like to look into the dark stuff, so their student that has broken off from them, Catherine... She only she, cares about, like, the, the dark stuff. And so <laughs> she pulls Tommy and Albert down into her darkness, and then, um... As Brad is trying to destroy Albert's life, um, he hires the existential detectives, and then his girlfriend, Dawn, who's the face of Huckabees, has an existential crisis of her own because she's like, is being pretty all that matters? (laughs) And, uh, yeah. Yeah. And it just kind of devolves from there. (laughs) And when we say it devolves, like, we mean it like it devolves, like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. yeah it's just a super weird movie <laughs> <laughs> but it's got some great quotes oh yeah you know yeah i think that's probably like the main reason we kind of wanted to actually do this is there is actually a lot, a lot of really memorable stupid things that like a good chunk of the characters say to each other mm-hmm. well one of my favorite things is um um, right after the opening speech, uh, Albert is doing a uh, little demonstration how they saved a rock. And he's like, this rock rocks. It just sits and is. You rock, rock. <laughs> Yo. What? <laughs> <laughs> and I love it because, like, like, a rock just sits and it is what it is. It doesn't have to think about what it is. Yeah. Or what being a rock means. Yep, yeah, it's just is. It's actually like a strangely good like segue too. Like like we picked the two best movies to kind of put together with everything everywhere because like they were rocks. Yeah, they're both like existential. Yeah. So it was a rock having an existential crisis versus a rock just just being a rock and why can't you be like a rock? Why do you have to make your life difficult? I think, like, the one favorite part of this movie is, like, during the dinner scene with the other family. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> they all... That, that like, devolves so quickly from, like, they're having, like, a really good time to... They're, like, yelling at each other about, like, petroleum use and, like, like how they aren't good people for adopting someone. <laughs> it's... Right, and, like, his whole, like, the thing at the beginning of, like, who is this man? Why have I seen him three times? Yeah. I actually, I think my favorite part after, uh, like, because of the dinner scene is, like, immediately afterward, they see that guy again, and he's like, oh, hey, he's like, get away from me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Is, like, Huckabee's, like, just a giant big box store, or is, like, Yes, what is it? it's supposed to be kind of like a, a box store that we all know. Yeah. That's a uh, very giant one. Yeah, like one that we do not want to get sued by. <laughs> oh, it's fine. They, they, I mean, they just bought the Denver Broncos, so <laughs> yeah, they have enough money. Yep. <laughs> it's, it's like one of those, and then it's just like he's at the corporate level, so this is whatever, and like the corporate area of it. Yeah. 
And I, I believe the reason that they chose to do like a department store for this movie was probably at this time in 2004 was when they were rapidly building a bunch of new ones and they kept like um, buying large, large plots of land that had like a bunch of nature on it and then just leveling it and then putting a thing that probably went out of business a, two, a year or two later because it wasn't a large enough town to support it a lot of the time. I mean, like, in every town nowadays, you're either going to find a Walmart or, like, a Dollar General. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Or, like, within, like, a 20-mile distance of one. Do you... Oh, that is not true where we live. Um... No, I, I am completely sure that is not true, especially when I used to travel for that rural job. Yeah. I could probably be, like, a hundred miles away from either one of them and be in a town. Let, let's make it 50 miles. Okay. <laughs> because, like, the nearest one, like, Dollar General to you is, like, um, like, 40 miles north of you. Well, it's 20... 20 east. East. Yeah. Oh, oh is there one at 20 east? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. But when you when you get really really get into the boonies in the state though you can be in a like a thing that's technically a town that has thirty people in it and it has a bar and no other businesses and it is probably like more than fifty miles away from the nearest town. Did I ever tell you about that one random town I drove in in like in Minnesota? No. It was like this one random town that that was just had like a church. Yeah. Uh, like a hotel slash gas station slash diner <laughs> slash post office uh-huh. and something else. Yep, that, it was like three buildings. That was a lot of what I saw when I used to do that job. I went to a town that had a population of like thirty six people by the population sign, and I counted because I was curious. I counted over a hundred houses. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. It was probably like. At most, 20 of them were occupied. I don't think there was any businesses in that town either. Not any, There was like a main street, but everything was abandoned. Also, I, I don't know I don't know if you guys know this, but uh, this film is like the feature debut of Jonah Hill. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I was just reading that on our sponsor, Wikipedia. <laughs> Between us, that's actually a constant joke for us. Is is I feel like there's glass between us. Is it? Yeah. What is it? A glass box of emotions. (laughs) And is that glass box in a slightly larger glass box? I think that's oh. probably my favorite thing in it is, like, near the very end, when he uh, they take the photograph of, like, uh, Jude Law's character, like, crying, and then he realizes that's actually, like, a picture of him because they're the same. Oh, like, when his, like, house is burning down? Yeah. And then I, I like, when he's looking at the photograph, he's like, wow, this could, this might as well be a picture of me. 
We're not different at all. Oh my god. <laughs> and then he thinks the two um, the detectives and then their ex-student are like working together, but they're not. But then I had a conversation with Adam because I was like, whoa, I just got a new idea this time watching it. I don't know how many times I've watched this movie. But it's like, um, the the two aren't dark enough and their ex-student is way too dark. So then you come in the middle, in the middle, that bonds them, that bonds Albert to Brad is pain. So human pain is what truly bonds us into their existence. Yeah. Yeah, this is, like, where we actually turn this into a philosophy <laughs> podcast, and, like, going forward, it's just going to be this. Right, it's just... Are we just going to have, like a, like, a full year of philosophy movies? Well, when you have the philosophy movies, you could take, like, a really, like, stupid, like, kids movie and just be like, all right, so they learned to share, but really what they learned, and then, like, go into some, like, really stupid, deep, uh, esoteric thing about it, then. Be like, Kung Fu Panda <laughs> about a panda. <laughs> you mean... But it's, it's a relationship with your father. <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. You mean like yeah. Rhea and the Last Dragon that we just watched? She learned how to oh. share her dragon piece. Yeah. <laughs> I have not seen it yet, so. Yeah. That, that, that didn't give anything away, so. Yeah, you could you could easily turn some movie like that into like just a philosophy thing where you're just like, alright, so they learned to trust each other, but why didn't they trust each other in the first place? Burkhart says, and then go into a hole. <laughs> <laughs> This this into a whole like write uh, like an essay as the movie is going. Yeah, <laughs> and there should be like an oral interp event or something. Just watch an hour and a half movie, and then write when you're done. Just write an essay. You got like ten minutes <laughs> after the movie and credits end. <laughs> yeah, it, it could like turn into like a stupid thing where we both write our own essay and then like we're like comparing them. <laughs> right. Yeah, we're here. Hello, hello, hello. 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 I feel like it's uh, probably kind of hard to talk about this because it's like all just a bunch of like really strange conceptual stuff like half the movie. Yeah. One thing I was like kind of intrigued by or kind of was when they like put him in like that suit bag. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, it's like the sensory deprivation thing. Yeah, like, what, what do you mean without air? What do you mean, die? Oh, there was a zipper, so technically you could breathe for a bit in there. Yeah. Maybe that's the point, actually, is he stays in the bag until the edge of death. And so, like, he can have an epiphany as he's about to die. <laughs> yeah. Right. I used to be able to talk more about this, but it's been a while, so I'm very rusty. <laughs> I think we should I mean, all try sensory deprivation on that subject, though. Let's do a whole episode while being sensory deprived. That's not possible. Why not? 
Because we'd have to be able to hear each other. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> I mean, it should be fine. No? Yeah. Did you learn anything about yourself watching this movie, Tyler? Anything about myself? Yeah. Did did you ever just look at a picture of your enemy after this and realize that you're the same or anything like that? Honestly, no. <laughs> okay. I still have a coworker that I don't like, and I still can't see us as the same. <laughs> <laughs> you just haven't brought her low enough. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, I don't think I'm going to burn down my uh, my enemy's house. You should try it sometime, it's fun. Well, he wasn't burning down a house, he was burning down the jet skis. Because that was a sign of his, his wealth and status and superiority over Albert. I mean, still, though. <laughs> I just happened to spread to the house. Can you imagine trying to tell the cops that? It's like, alright, so I was only trying to bring the jet skis, okay? I think one of my other favorite themes in this movie is when Mark Wahlberg's character runs to the fire because he refuses to use petroleum and everyone else is like, you're stupid. And then they get stuck in traffic and he gets there first. So stupid, I love it. No, no, that, that that was a good scene. Like just him, <laughs> just like riding his bike through everything. Yeah, I like he gets to the fire. He's like, I'm at the fire, guys, on the radio over and over, and he just like runs in there and then doesn't do anything at all. And then he's like, um, I don't know, he, like he gets inhalation or whatever, and they have oh, to yeah. save him. Smoke inhalation, <laughs> right? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, like, could you? Why aren't fight like firefighters like on a bike? Like cops are on bikes because they have too much equipment usually for fires. I think it's, like, I mean. a cop on a bike is different too, because like the cop like only needs to stop crime in like the area that like they were told to go to that day. Where a firefighter needs to go, like, anywhere in town. Then why not? <laughs> you'd need to have, like, a firefighter on a big... Like, you'd have to have precincts or something. Like, you'd have to have, like, these couple blocks are covered by mm-hmm. this firefighter on a bi- on a bike or something stupid. And they would have to be able to pedal bikes with so much pounds of equipment, and I think their <laughs> outfits are, like, like somewhere in the... In the general area of 40 to 60 pounds for the fireproof outfits. Yeah, I bet. The better question is why you couldn't have an ambulance be a bike. Because what if you need to rescue somebody? (laughs) Well, you have those, like, little things that they can stand on, like, your front wheel. If their nah. legs are broken, they're just SOL. <laughs> well, are you going to put, like, a bed on t- in the front tire? No, like, they're just those, like, little, like, things you can screw onto the side of the tire, and then you just put one foot on each side of it, and you stand on it. 
like pegs? Are you talking about pegs? Yeah. Yeah, where you can stand on the back of the bike while the biker is biking. But, but like, what if somebody's unconscious? How are you going <laughs> to... But that, that person just needs to wait for, like, um, someone else to help them. <laughs> because when you think about it, does it really matter if you save that person? Because that person is just one marble. That is what? an infinitely large glass jar, Tyler. Oh, I, I, was, no. I was watching an episode of my show today. And they brought up the, the classic trolley problem. Oh, yeah. Where do you kill yeah. one person to save five people? And then all the variations of it. Have you have you played the, the card game Trial by Trolley? No, but no. I have an idea of what that is just from the name. <laughs> it's, it's made by Cyanide and Happiness. Okay. Oh, okay. And they do, like, ridiculous, like, it's you split it into two teams and... Yeah. I could see that be bad, just it being from Cyanide and Happiness. You could see exactly where the game is going. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> what else is there to say about IR Huckabees? I think that um, you should have an existential crisis, Tyler, about how there's more to life than being beautiful. And then you should show up to work in overalls with, like, a gap in your teeth. Um, no, I would get kicked out of work. A hundred percent. Um, oh, apparently somebody just watched this movie. Oh, like, like there's like a review just now? What? It, like, you're saying, like, there's a review that was just put on Rotten Tomatoes? star movie it's great <laughs> but then this guy decides to bring it down to three and a half what and then in quotations the the blanket is everything the blanket is everything the blanket is everything but it's also nothing okay okay I think we need to back up can you imagine having like an existential crisis and just like losing your mind like he does because you just happen to see someone three times I mean, if you don't know somebody and they run into you three times, I wouldn't make care at like all. <laughs> like not even what? living in a small town. Like even if I lived in a giant city, I'd be like, oh hey, I guess that happened. Whatever, it doesn't. Well, I mean, like if you saw me, like at, you saw me at Walmart, you saw me at your work, and then you saw me um, somewhere else at the bar, would you be surprised? No. I think that's See? living in a small town. <laughs> you're not like you're like whatever. Yeah, even even if it wasn't like that, like even if we lived in like some really big city, I I don't think that would bug me at all. I'd be like, oh, that's kind of crazy, but like I mean, I guess there's like a million of us that live here, so this was bound to happen eventually. Oh no! It, it, it like you know what the odds of that happening would be. I mean, it'd be kind of small, but it'd be smaller than like the like population of a most cities I feel <laughs> there's actually um, I've told Sabrina this before but there was this guy who got hit by lightning six times and lived no 
And then his grave, I don't remember how many times his grave has been hit by lightning, but his grave keeps getting hit by lightning. And people are like, that's completely insane. But actually, it's completely normal, because if you consider the chances of getting hit by lightning and surviving, and then you consider the number of people that have ever existed, and you did the basic math, that should have happened to at least one person. And then a lot of people think it's a weird his grave keeps getting hit by lightning, but that's not weird because his grave is on the top of a hill, and it's just, I mean, his grave is just going to, like, keep getting hit by lightning through the ages. Like, that's that's just how it is, because it's a high point. I mean, like, you have a better chance of winning the lottery than you do getting struck by lightning. Yep. But, I mean, out of the probably trillions of people that ever existed... Like, that's, like, a, like one in, like, 700 billion chance to get hit by lightning six times or something like that. Probably crazy. But there's probably been over a trillion people, so that should have happened to somebody. So, anyway, another fun fact here. Yeah. The script writer um, was writing a different script, where, and then he got called into jury duty, and then he stopped, but there was ideas that stayed with him, and then he had... A dream where this female detective she was not following me for criminal reasons but she was following me for spiritual and metaphysical reasons and then that was the story he decided to pursue to make this movie <laughs> that's pretty good <laughs> weird sponsored by wikipedia Oof. i feel like that's actually probably go ahead sorry go ahead I think that's probably actually a more logical reason this would exist than I would have thought of. Because, like, kind of, you're, like, watching this movie, and you're like, why did someone write this? But if they have, like, a really strange dream, that kind of makes sense. A lot of my best story ideas come from my dreams, so... Yeah, my dreams are just blank. Yeah. <laughs> Am I having an existential crisis <laughs> by saying that? You, you might be. <laughs> Because your dream world reflects your physical world, and your <laughs> that means your physical world is blank and void of meaning. No! <laughs> How dare you say that? <laughs> I mean, it's kind of hard to talk about this movie. I just wanted Tyler to watch it and see his reaction. So. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Like, like, there's so many things it's just funny to look at over at whoever's watching it with you, like, when they start smearing mud on each other for no reason, like, mm-hmm. everyone's always just like, what the actual fuck <laughs> when they see that? Right? <laughs> it's just... <laughs> this movie is confusing. <laughs> there's not much I can really say about it. Do you have a favorite quote from it? Because... We kind of went over a couple quotes we really like from it. Not really, honestly. (laughs) Like, it feels, this movie feels like a blur a little bit. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. It's like a drunken one night stand. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) You could say that. Not that I've ever done that. The one night stand where, like, afterward they start, like, talking about how, like, the world is run by lizards and stuff. <laughs> I, had a room, I had a roommate that did that to me once. It was like they got back back to the house and it was just they, they just wanted to talk and it was just it 
was not good. You heard it here first. Tyler had a one night stand with me. No, no, no. I said my roommate. <laughs> my roommate, everyone. My roommate. No, I, I said you had a uh, one night stand with your roommate. That's even worse. <laughs> you didn't catch on to it. Nobody will ever know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, do you want to go to ratings then? Ready? Yeah. Uh, how, how how much time are we at? We're at forty minutes, but I I don't know what else to talk about. Yeah, like it's it's a good movie. Like I, I did like the music in this movie. How do you how, how do you feel about that? I I don't remember the music in this movie. <laughs> Well, it's just kind of like that light piano throughout it. Yeah, yeah. It probably uh, I, it's probably fitting. It just didn't. I don't remember it. It didn't stick out to me. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? You gotta realize, like, almost nothing sticks out to him, or everything is horrible. Yep. <laughs> yeah, like, like there's a couple. Like, I'll be sitting there, and I'll be like, "Oh my god, this is great!" Or it's like completely ambivalent, or I'm like, "That is horrible." I completely hate that, and because I hate, it, I'm gonna forget it anyway. So it's basically like as if it didn't stand out at all. You're the same person that would like listen to like an eighty hour song. <laughs> was wasn't it? No, uh, the longest song. I actually tweeted about it on our Twitter. So shout out to. Pathetic premiere Twitter, whatever its handle is. Um, there's a 70-minute song that's in my playlist, and it's pretty great. But see, that 70-minute song is fantastic. And most stuff is not fantastic. Maybe. <laughs> uh, I would say if you combined everything in the world... Um, like everything in the world, like into like one giant like mush. Yeah, I feel like a good like thirty percent of that would be bad. Oh yeah, yeah. I feel like probably more. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess it would depend how you're like defining bad. Oh yeah, what's your definition of bad? Because like, if you're like, because like, most animals could be bad for like killing other animals. <laughs> well, are you an animal person? Sometimes. <laughs> See, that's the real question. Confuse what we're talking about. I've lost the thread of this conversation <laughs> completely. <laughs> He, he he's trying to say because I said that a lot of music is bad he's like well a lot of stuff is bad and now we're just being dumb <laughs> oh, I, see. I mean aren't we dumb though yes yes nope maybe maybe no we are I, I, I don't believe you as a species as a whole we are dumb <laughs> no yes Name one smart thing that we did this year as a species. 
This year. This year. <laughs> this year. I'm even letting you like 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 we should be at our pinnacle right now. Like like us as in us or us as a species? As a species. Exactly. <laughs> Let me take a look. Oh. What happened? Nothing good happened. Good news 2022. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Google returns zero search results. <laughs> Uh, well, there's actually 11 billion. <laughs> uh, first two are the best news, uh, best good news stories from 2022 so far. It's, it's all going to be stuff like, like, um, person finds, like, their long-lost pet or something like uh, that. Well, well conversion <laughs> therapy was officially banned in Canada. What? Conversion therapy was officially banned in Canada. Uh, Right, so, so Canada is transcending. Uh, in honor of what would it, what would have been Betty White's hundred birthday, people joined the Betty White Challenge, donating to animal shelters and rescues. That's some good news. What if they're donating to kill shelters? <laughs> okay, the next one. <laughs> Maya Angelou became the first black woman to be featured on the U.S. quarter. Uh, I, progress, I guess. I, I don't know if that's, like, earth-shattering, but uh, I, that's that's actually probably kind of cool. Um, one, once in danger, humpback whales are growing in population globally thanks to conservation efforts. There we okay, go. There, there we go. Right, we, there, there. we did do one good thing. <laughs> See, we did something. <laughs> See, most of the good news things you can find are going to be something like, yeah, they banned conversion therapy. It's like, wow, that is a good thing. It's a good thing that we stopped the horrible thing we started in the first place. Right. Was this nominated for anything? I sincerely doubt it. <laughs> Reception. Mixed uh, to it, positive reviews. It won uh, uh, two, or what was nominated for two different things. Okay. Gotham Independent Film Award for Best Feature. Okay. And Satellite Award for Best Supporting Actor. For who, Walter? Uh, let me find out. <laughs> Asking the the existential questions. Why is your tail letters? Huh? Oh, I, I mean, there's like one, two, three, seven, eight, nine. There's twelve, twelve nom nominees. Okay. I'm like, why is there that many? Patrick Wilson got nominated from Phantom of the Opera. Oh. Oh, uh, but yeah, it was Wahlberg from I.R. Huckabees. I fell asleep during Phantom of the Opera. I think that might be one of the only movies I've ever fallen asleep in. How dare you? Classic. I've only fallen asleep to one movie. What's that? It was, um, 
Opera is probably the only one I've ever fallen asleep in, but I, I, I'm not prepared to make that blanket statement because I have been really tired and been like, I guess I can watch a movie, so maybe I've fallen asleep to another one. I mean, I guess I've put movies on for you to watch, but like cuddle on you and then fall asleep. Yeah, that, that's like the point of it, though. Do you see what is happening? She's, she's, um, Tyler, so you have an idea of what's going on over here? She's like standing on me how she does. And then, yeah. And then she put a paw over on Adam's leg and now is licking his arm. Well, her now her butt is up in my chest. And her other paw is on my other leg. And now she's oh, just dear. staring at the desk for no reason. Boy, he probably like hears my voice. Yes, it knows. Say her name, Aries. Aries. She didn't react to that. Weird. Are you trying to lick the marker off of me? <laughs> yeah, do you have something different to me? <laughs> it's devolved into a story about our dog. <laughs> dog dogs also, are, the, the, are, the, the fun, fun fact Ihar Huckabee's kind of destroyed this, uh, this award. Oh, yeah? Uh, because the last time it was awarded was that year. <laughs> Which award? The Satellite Award for Best Supporting Actor. Is that maybe yeah, a film festival like, that got cancelled or something? Uh, satellite Awards. Let me find out. I have no idea. I think, I think, though, that dogs are the true essence of being. Yeah. But, hey, all, all dogs go to heaven. And all heaven goes to dogs. <laughs> I, 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 uh, Get on, dude. Well, what if you're allergic? <laughs> what? What if you're allergic? <clears throat> oh, um, that's just too bad, then. Time for the rating, even though we haven't said much. I mean, we, I feel like we talk about it as much as you really can with like this movie. We, yeah, we talked about a decent number of the things that happen, and then like we kind of touched on a lot of the ideas in the movie too. And we even re- really went into the boonies and had like a deep thought about how the two different um, ideologies intersect at pain and that's like what like human experience truly is and stuff like that there's there's only so much that we could say about the whole crisis if you would yeah (laughs) yeah but yeah oh what do you rate it I think I'd probably give it like a 
I'm going to say 8 out of 10. What do you want to rate it? I know. You, you can say it. What you're thinking. Numbers are arbitrary. So 13 out of 10. <laughs> they're just... They're just num um just symbols that we have agreed upon a meaning for. I'd probably give it like a a five or a six out of ten. Okay. So so so, so what is that? Five plus or five and a half plus eight plus thirteen divided by three. Yeah, that right. Yeah, so that's twenty six divided by three, which is. 12. Right? No. 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 No, I'm. Oh, wow, well, I did that really bad. It's, it's like 8, eight, like eight something. something. Yeah. 26 divided by 3 is 8.6666, repeating for infinity. Yeah. Well, that's a good note to leave off on. Yeah. Thank you, Sabrina, for being on. You're welcome. I'll see yeah. you soon, I hope. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah. I hope I see you soon, too. You're seeing me right now. Unless you're, like, having he... an acid dream. Like, this is all Adam's dream right now. <laughs> as soon as he gets done recording, he will wake up. Yeah. And then you're going to want to actually record this. I'll be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? We did this. <laughs> I'm like, where is it on your computer? And it's like, right, it's right here. And then it turns out to be my dream. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, go follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, wherever you follow us. Yeah. And let's listen to everything. Um, yep, especially 70-minute songs. Well, is that going to be your next album of the month? Oh, that's like from 2004. I can't put that on. Why not? I, I felt like I should, like, showcase new music when I do that. Well, what if some, it's, what if it's new to somebody? <laughs> I suppose it would be. Right? But yeah, uh, we'll see you in two weeks. Yeah. For whatever we're doing next. That's right. See ya. Yeah. Bye! Peace. was something. So, are, are you still obsessed with Rubik's Cubes and whatever? I don't know, man. I just feel like I need to get out and about. I, I just... I have no idea. I think that we should go ahead and see someone who never has had an existential crisis in their life. Somebody that's so confident that he knows what he's doing? Yeah. Well, who would that be? Han Solo. We can't go to space. Oh. Remember, you're banned from there. That's right. After the incident. It, yeah. But we don't talk about that. Nope. Do you have any suggestions, Sabrina? Hmm. Oh, I know this professor guy. A professor that's never had an existential crisis. Yeah. Sign me up. That's, uh, yeah, what could go wrong?
Nothing. Nothing? Nothing. Alright, I'll just slip Adam the details in this little note. South America? Okay. You're buying the plane tickets. <laughs>